I've had this idea for the past at least over a year by now. And, um, you know, I'm just tired of letting it sit on the back burner because I know it could be really, really helpful for a lot of people. And so I'm going to share this idea with you and I want you to let me know if you think that this is needed, um, if it's something that you feel you need, or just if you have any other thoughts on um, this idea that I'm going to share with you. So basically, I was thinking of starting a group program that would help you find out, like figure out what the heck you want to do next in life or what you, um, you know, what your calling or purpose is in life, right? And spoiler alert, I believe that you have more than one calling in life, okay? So I'm just putting that out there. But I just really want to help you figure out what that is, what lights you up. And, you know, if you aren't sure what your values and non-negotiables are in life to help you get clear on that, um, to help you sort through all the overwhelm you have from the possibilities that you could possibly pursue in life, um, you know, to help you overcome that fear of living a mediocre life and help give you a clear plan to achieve your dreams and, you know, give you that accountability that you're looking for. Those are all the things that I'm thinking <laughs> that this program could help with. And so if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, or if you have some thoughts on what this program should include or what would be awesome for it to include that would help you out, please shoot me a message on Instagram. My Instagram is linked in the show notes, but it's also, um, it's at Ariel Yasmin. There's two E's at the end. And, um, you know, please shoot me a message if this sounds like something you're even remotely interested in. Um, I'd love to, you know, put this offer out in the world because it can, it can really help a lot of people, I think. So let me know. But I'll let you tune into today's episode. listening to the Daily Climb podcast, where we explore personal growth, mindset, and productivity strategies to help you pursue your passions. My name is Arielle, and I'm so passionate about helping young adults actually feel excited to wake up in the morning and to create the life of their dreams. So I want you to make sure that you tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for tips and inspiration so that you can climb. I can't wait to see how you grow. It can be extremely challenging to stay motivated with your goals and to create the change that you want to see in your life because, you know, we have various obstacles that come our way or, you know, the limiting beliefs that we have and we start to doubt our abilities and our self-motivation will tend to take a drop. And you're probably experiencing this right now if you're like, what, 80% I think is the statistic of the world who sets New Year's goals and resolutions and then in February have fallen off track because it was hard to stay consistent or you've lost your motivation, right? I don't think there's a single person in the world who hasn't struggled with motivation or with staying consistent with their goals for um, at some point in their life, right? So the question is, how can you improve your self-motivation when you've lost it? And we're going to talk about that in today's episode. So first, what is self-motivation? Self-motivation is basically the ability to push yourself, to take initiative towards your goals and your tasks, right? More importantly, self-motivation, it's the ability to do that without external opinions or validation. And that's especially important when it comes to setting and achieving your goals, right? Because it's important to make sure that it's driven by yourself and your values. And I've spoken about this in so many other episodes, so I won't bore you with that today. 
But self-motivation is basically being driven by yourself despite whatever obstacles life throws at you or the external opinions and validation of other people. So um, quickly, I just want to go over the importance of self-motivation, types of self-motivation, and then we're going to go into five self-motivation techniques that you can start to implement in your life so that you can, um, you know, stay motivated and, you know, increase your motivation when you've lost it. Okay, so first, the importance of self-motivation. Now, I'm sure it's probably obvious, but motivation is pretty it's pretty important when you're working towards goals and just different tasks in general because if you're not motivated you're not really going to want to get up and actually do the work right um you know and if you're setting long-term goals for yourself they obviously require hard work and discipline so that you can achieve those goals and results don't come quickly which is why it's important to maintain your motivation or better yet which this will be another episode but prioritizing discipline over motivation but even though discipline should be prioritized you know motivation is still an important factor and blah, blah, blah. can i speak <laughs> motivation is still an important factor um you know when it comes to you showing up because if you're not motivated it's not really going to feel as exciting right And self-motivation is going to help you go further once the initial excitement of setting a goal wears off. Um, There's this really, really uh, nice quote that I like from, I think his name is Michael Dobson, but he says, why do you want to achieve your goals? The answer to that question has power. It's what motivates you. I love that quote so, so much. And so quickly, let's just dive into two types of self-motivation, and then we're going to hop into those self-motivation techniques, okay? So stay with me. (laughs) So self-motivation can be driven both intrinsically and extrinsically. And my favorite way to explain this is through, ooh, dropping the mic here. My favorite way to explain this is through chores. Now, I don't know about you, but my mom would get so frustrated and annoyed when I didn't help and do the dishes growing up. So she would come into my room and she would tell me, do the dishes right then and there. And of course, I was in the middle of, I don't know, like reading or playing a game or blogging, who knows what I was doing, but whatever I was doing, I would had to stop what I was doing to go do the dishes. And that just felt so annoying, right? I had to stop what I was working on. Doing the dishes was something that I had to do because I I didn't have a choice. My mom told me to do it, otherwise there would be consequences, right? But on the flip side, there were other times where I actually felt inspired to clean and do the dishes. And it didn't feel like something that I had to do. Instead, it was something that I wanted to do for whatever reason, and I was happy to do it. And now I guess, um, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I know I have. When, for instance, (laughs) I remember growing up how I would, um, you know, I'd be thinking, oh yeah, like let me go do the dishes or whatever. And I would start doing the dishes and then my mom would walk by and be like, oh, look who's doing the dishes or um, just making a comment like that. And immediately it's like, man, I don't even want to do it anymore. I don't know if any of you can relate with that, but, um, you know, with various things in life, it's like you start to do something and then when someone comments on it or they're like, oh, yes, you're finally doing fill in the blank. It's like, man, like, I don't even want to do it anymore. Like, I was happy to do it when it was my own doing when I wanted to do it. But now it feels like, ugh, you know, so <laughs> those um, that's kind of like the scenario that I like to give when explaining self-motivation. And I'll explain um, kind of how 
how they show up in those scenarios, right? So in the first scenario where I was being told to do the dishes, my motivator was external. I had to do the dishes to please my mom or to not face consequences or whatever. It had nothing to do with myself. Um, you know, it's not because I chose to do it. It wasn't my own want or desire. It was external, right? And scenario two, for whatever reason, <laughs> my motivator was internal. I chose to do the dishes because I felt like it, right? And again, for whatever reason, <laughs> I do not like doing the dishes. But anyways, so of course, scenario two is going to, you know, help me feel more efficient and fulfilled because I was driven by my own self-motivation. And so I just quickly want to dive into a little bit more specifically like, okay, external, internal, what does that really mean? And actually, I'm going to switch to using the words intrinsic and extrinsic, right? So intrinsic is internal, extrinsic, external. So intrinsic motivation, and it has to do with internal motivators. So things like enjoyment, your wants, your desires, those are things that are going to help drive your intrinsic motivation. It doesn't involve any external awards, but instead it's your own internal award or feelings and satisfaction, things like that. Now, external, um, I'm sorry, extrinsic motivation has to do with motivational factors that have nothing to do with you. They're outside of your control. Things like, um, you know, money, status, or anything else like impressing other people, for instance, that, that would be an example. And so obviously, intrinsic motivation is the one that we should be striving to do, right? Because, you know, when we're motivated by our own our own desires, it's going to feel more satisfactory to, uh, you know, work towards whatever it is that we're doing. Okay. So I'm sure this is the moment you've been waiting for, but the actual self-motivation techniques. Okay. We know that self-motivation is something we should work on, but how, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay motivated to reach your goals? And, um, this is a little bit different than the, uh, consistency episode that I shared, right? There was a different episode. I think it might've been the third episode on the podcast where I spoke about overcoming the lack of consistency. I still encourage you to listen to that one because in this episode, we are just talking about five uh, quick, brief self-motivation techniques that you can use for when you are lacking motivation and when you want to increase your motivation or when you want to make sure that your motivation stays high, right? Um, and doesn't start to drop. Um, which again, I want you to remember to give yourself grace because you're not always going to be motivated. It's unrealistic. There's going to be various life circumstances and various things that are going to go on. That's going to make your motivation go down a little bit and falter. And that is completely okay. Give yourself grace for that. Okay. So the first tip that I have for you, and this is one that comes up time and time again in almost all of my episodes, but find your why. And I will share again the quote that I absolutely loved by um, Michael Jr. It's when you know your why, your what has more impact because you're walking in and towards your purpose. Your why is going to remind you of what you're working towards. And if you don't have a strong enough why behind your goals, then it's going to be hard for you to show up. But if your why is meaningful to you, then you're going to want to keep pushing forward with your goals so that you can achieve that end result, right? And so, for instance, many people think that money will motivate them. And sure, like when you first set out to do something, money may initially motivate you. But when push comes to shove, money isn't typically a strong enough motivator when you hate the work that you're doing. So think about it. 
let's say you want to improve your life by having more income, right? So your motivation is money so that, um, you know, you could just improve your life. You could travel more, whatever the case may be. And you say that your why is to have more money. So, you know, you start thinking, okay, how can I, um, you know, when you're, okay, let me back up. When your motivator is money, you're going to be thinking like when it comes to like the different opportunities you pursue and different things like that, your focus is going to be, okay, which one of these things is going to help me get more money? That's going to be the focus. And then, so you will look up different things and you will say, okay, like, hmm, I can make money this way. I can make money that way. Let's say, I don't know, let's say you choose, okay, I'm going to become a realtor and sell homes because I want to make more money. And I know like if I sell a whole bunch of homes, I can be rich, right? Let's say that that's your scenario. It's all fine and exciting at first, right? While you're working and you're thinking about the possibility of more money in your bank account. But then, you know, maybe six months in or a year in, you realize that you hate showing houses. You hate all the tasks that are involved with being a realtor, you know, driving all over the area you live in so that you can show homes and, you know, keeping in contact and communication with your clients and different things like that. If that's something you hate, it's going to be really hard to stay motivated and to show up and feel grateful about your job and wanting to show up because you don't feel fulfilled by the work that you're doing, right? You know, if you, if that's your motivation, money, it's going to, you're not really going to make sure that the decisions you make are aligned with your values and are aligned with the things that you actually want for yourself. Whereas on the other hand, if you prioritize, if you really focus on your why, the why behind your vision and what you're, you're looking to achieve in your life, um, if that why is rooted in something meaningful to you, then it's going to be more impactful and it's going to help you actually want to show up and stay motivated, right? So I hope you get what I'm saying right there. <laughs> now, the next thing that I have for you is to set meaningful goals. Now, this isn't going to be a whole lecture on how to set goals. I've spoken about that before. And this hopefully shouldn't be a shock to you because I've spoken about it before. But your goals should actually mean something to you. Your goal shouldn't be set simply because it sounded cool or because so-and-so is also working towards that goal or, you know, um, these people are doing this and that, oh my gosh, it looks so exciting or, um, you know, anything like that. Your goal shouldn't be based on what you think you should be doing, but instead what you actually want to do, right? And making sure that your goals are aligned with the vision that you have for your life. And I also want you to remember that your goals don't all need to be long-term, right? You don't need to have all of your goals be something that's not going to be achieved for the next, I don't know, six months or a year or even three months. I don't know. So, you know, you're, you can create some short-term goals for yourself on a regular basis, whether that's a goal you have for the month or a goal you have for the week, right? And that's a huge help with staying motivated because you're going to be inspired by the different things you're working on. There's always going to be some new mini goal that you're working towards. So it creates some excitement and momentum in your life. And then the last thing about um, for this section is don't just set goals, but regularly review your goals because seeing progress is going to help motivate you, right? So, um, you know, and especially like with the long-term goals that you have, breaking those down into shorter um, chunks, right? So, uh, or milestones, if you want to call them that, breaking them down like that so that you can have something that you're checking off still, right? 
um, that's going to be feel extremely motivating because I know like I've heard from so many people like when you have that long term goal and and vision and when it's just taking so long for you to achieve it, it kind of makes you feel down and it makes you feel like you're maybe like a failure or maybe even like you're not um, I don't know that you're not capable and you start to doubt yourself and your abilities when in reality you could be making so much progress towards it but because you're only thinking about the end goal and you haven't achieved that end goal yet you're feeling like you haven't done anything so that's why i really really encourage you to create like smaller milestones and you know shorter term goals so that you can have something that you're checking off and reviewing right so um that's that tip now the third tip i have for you it kind of has something to do with goals as well but um and i kind of also mentioned this but breaking your goals down into smaller chunks so i know for me i typically get stuck in perfectionism and analysis paralysis if i don't break my goals into smaller chunks so i'll give you an example um a couple of days ago if not like a week or two ago i kept telling myself okay I have to reach out to potential guests for my podcast. I have to reach out to potential guests for my podcast. And I just kept saying it over and over and over again. And every time I sat down to do it, it just felt like such an overwhelming task. It just felt like, oh my goodness, like I have to reach out to these guests. And internally, the reason why I felt so daunted by that is because it's like that it, it kind of like on the outside looking in, it was like a big chat task, right? I knew that there was a lot involved with that. But then I stopped and I said, okay, I have to do this. Now, what do I, what's in, what's involved in reaching out to potential guests, right? And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to have to pick the guests I'm going to reach out to. I have to figure out what the topic will be. I have to figure out what email to reach them at. I have to X, Y, Z, this, that, and the other, whatever. And so actually it was probably just those three things, right? And so once I broke it down like that, it was like, okay, like actually like telling myself I have to reach out to potential guests for my podcast seemed like such a big task when in reality, let me set up a block of time to write down the people I want to reach out to. Let me set up this other block of time where I will research them and think of what topic I can um, ask them to speak on related to their area of expertise. And then I can set up another block of time where I will write, find all of their emails so that I can reach out to them. And then a separate block of time where I will actually write the emails and then hit send. So breaking it down into those more manageable tasks, it just made it so much more freeing and less daunting to, um, instead of just saying, oh, I need to reach out to potential guests for my podcast, right? So when you have different tasks that you need to do that are kind of, they seem like big or massive or like, oh my gosh, like you're, you're let's say you're putting off a task, right? You probably have a task that you've been putting off because it just seems like daunting. Or if you're a college student, maybe it's like, um, Maybe it is, oh, I have to write my 10-page research paper for class or however many pages it is. I know I had like, um, what was my biggest one, 20? I don't remember, something like that. Um, and I, I remember like thinking of that, it was like, oh my gosh, I have to write this paper. And it was just like, oh my gosh. But if you break that down into, okay, let me find my sources during this block of time. And then on this week, I'll work on finding the points that I wanna take from each uh, source. And then in this week, I will write down the introduction. And this week, I will write down two paragraphs. And then, you know, you can break it down so that it seems more manageable and, um, you know, less daunting of a task for you to do. So that is the third tip that I have for you. And that can be applied, like it doesn't, it's not just specific to goals, any task that you have in life, really. Um, okay, so two more left. Bear with me, bear with me. <laughs> so the next one is to surround yourself with positive people. 
And this is another thing that I've said time and time again, but it's incredibly important to be intentional with the people that you choose to surround yourself with. If you're constantly hanging out with people who drain your energy or you just don't feel excited to be around, then you need to change your circle. And let me tell you something. If there's a person that like when their name pops up on your phone, you kind of like whether you roll your eyes or you just have to take a deep breath or whatever the case may be, then maybe think about what is it about that person that kind of makes you not excited? Um, Are they draining your energy? And if so, um, you know, what is it? Is it something that can be fixed or amended? And if not, then maybe start limiting your time with that person, right? And it's not like, I'm not trying to say like, um, what, what is it like? I'm not saying to cancel that person or to like break off your friendship with that person, but just be mindful of who you're spending the most of your time with because that will have an impact on you. Like you're natural. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but if you've ever, I, this happened with me and um, my boyfriend actually. So he um, like, he uses a lot of like slang phrases, things like, um, that I like never really would say. So for example, like you're, <laughs> that's, that's like a New York thing. I think it is me. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, it isn't, it's a New York thing, but, um, things like you're, or what's another one? Um, I don't know. Um, just like simple, like slang and phrases and that are like people say like in casual conversation, right? So I would never really say those phrases and I probably didn't even really know of some phrases because I'm I'm just me. <laughs> but after like when he starts to say it all the time and I hang out with him um, and we're like always talking, I, na- I just started picking up on it. And the next thing you know, I'm saying, you're and different things like that. And so you've probably noticed that too. Like when you've hang- hanged out with, um, hung out with different friends and family members or whatever, whoever you spend a lot of your time with, that you start to pick up on their phrases and their mannerisms. And so it goes to show how important it is that you are mindful with the people that you are surrounding yourself with. Because let's say, for instance, that person that drains your energy Um, and they're always saying negative phrases, maybe you'll find, you'll start seeing that you're saying negative phrases to yourself and your self-talk just isn't great. Right. Um, when it maybe used to be better. So surrounding yourself with positive people, um, will help inspire and motivate you with your own goals. But you can also add in some positivity in your life through books and podcasts. And um, I'll actually put these in the show notes for you. But some podcasts that I really, really like are um, The Daily Hype with Ashley Pollard, Empower Her with Casey Fitzgerald, and of course, this podcast, but you're already listening to it. <laughs> um some books. There's Atomic Habits, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And I actually think I have a whole list of book recommendations um, and podcast recommendations on my website. So feel free to go check that out. I I believe it's in the resource section. Um, But yeah, so that's that tip. And then last but not least, celebrate your wins. Sometimes we feel like small wins aren't worth celebrating. But that's not the case at all. I remember actually my boyfriend, he, um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was something that he had accomplished. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, let's celebrate. And he was like, what? Why? Like, it's not that big of a deal. And I was like, what? What do you mean it's not that big of a deal? Like, you did XYZ. Um, You know, you should take the time to celebrate the accomplishments you have, no matter how big or small. Like, it's easy to think, oh yeah, like I graduated high school, I graduated college, I got this new job and like think about those big milestones as something to accomplish. But 
you know, there's other things that are just as worthy of being celebrated. Like, I don't know, getting a dog or I don't know, saying affirmations for the first time or realizing that um, you are capable of so much more. And, you know, maybe you had a history of not believing in yourself and now you have faith and you um, believe that you are capable of of making change in your life. Like that's something to celebrate because you didn't once feel that way before. So it's really, really important to celebrate your wins, no matter how big or small. And this will do wonders for your motivation because you're not solely focused on the end result, but on the small wins along the way, right? So if you're having a hard time staying motivated, goodness gracious, if you're having a hard time staying motivated with your goals, I hope that some of these tips help you, um, you know, increase your motivation and stay consistent with your goals and the habits that you set for yourself. And so I'm really curious to know, was there a tip that you enjoyed the most? Is there one that you're going to work on first? Let me know. Um, feel free to hop over to Instagram at the Daily Climb Podcast and on the posts, just drop which tip you like the most, right? Um, I absolutely love when you guys tell me what you liked and, um, you know, different things like that. So anyways, I hope you loved this episode. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. As always, I love you all. And also a reminder, um, if you are interested in joining the beta round for the group program, feel free to send me a DM with any questions you have, if you want to see if it's a fit for you, um, and anything like that. Alrighty, take care. Wait, before you exit out of today's episode, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review on Apple or Spotify? It would mean the world to me to see that you're loving this podcast and the episodes that I'm putting out there. And once you're done with that, take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your Instagram story or text it to a friend so that others can tune in and discover this podcast too. If you're not already connected with me over on Instagram, I encourage you to follow the Daily Climb podcast to stay up to date on everything going on. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode of the Daily Climb podcast. Thank you.